When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Heads up, Epic Investors, the Epic Intensive, the Lead Machine Workshop. It is officially on the calendar. This is where you're going to get the secrets to building your lead machine and your passive income streams. That's all happening on January 24th through the 26th in Vegas. And at this invite-only workshop, you're going to be able to get your own custom lead machine to work around the clock in your market. You can get help in real time. You're going to get feedback from others. And you're even going to get that damn lead machine finished. Heck, you may even make some new like-minded friends. And a like-minded network is priceless. In fact, here's just a sample of what you can expect at this invite-only workshop. It's going to give you the building blocks to build a lead machine that's comfortable and efficient for you to use, one that you will use consistently because you like it and you're comfortable with it. And the workshop's going to give you the kick in the butt you need to start generating consistent, motivated seller leads. And there's even a built-in deadline for getting your lead machine up and running. So you're going to end up saving a ton of time and money working by trial and error. You won't have to make all those mistakes. I did it already, so you don't have to. And you can finally stop worrying about how to create consistent quality leads, especially if you're new, and much, much more. Go to epicintensive.com. You can reserve your seat there. You can get all the details. In fact, I'm so confident this will be the event that takes you and your real estate investing to the next level. It's what's going to put you over the top. I'm not going to ask you to pay until after the event. That's right. No risk to you. I'm going to carry that entire burden for you. So what that means, this is how it works. If you don't feel the Lead Machine Workshop was worth at least 10 times the price of admission, just let me know and you will not be billed. It'll be that easy. That's how we roll around here. I mean, how could you lose with that? 10 times ROI is guaranteed. So don't miss this invite-only live workshop where you'll finally get your Lead Machine finished and start using it to flip contracts for cash and holding those properties for cash flow. Go to epicintensive.com and I'll see you in Las Vegas. This is Terrio Media. Hey, Rockstar, Matt Terrio here from Epic Real Estate and we're gonna talk about hacks today. What's a hack? Well, it's a tactic or a strategy that enables speed or ease or a shortcut, if you will. Alrighty, so let's go over some real estate investment hacks. We're gonna do that today. 11 of them, in fact, so that you can speed up the process of your wealth creation. Or at the very least, just do it with a lot more ease. That's coming your way on today's episode of Financial Freedom Friday. So at a recent Epic Intensive, I had on stage with me two clients who have been able to escape the rat race more than twice as fast that I did. And I taught them how to do it. So how did they do it? What are their hacks? You see, when it comes to investing, when it's done right, it's really focused on risk management. It's a simple mathematical truth baked into how money compounds to create wealth. Use, for example, a a 20% loss. It only requires 25% gain to get back to even. But a 50% loss requires an astounding 100% gain. And a 90% loss requires an impossibly large 900% gain just to get back to even. The point being is the math, it's, it's unequivocal. It's not how much you make when you are right that determines your wealth, but how much you lose or don't lose when you are wrong. Alrighty, so 
I've got 11 real estate investment hacks for you today to help speed things up. So we're going to maximize our gain, but most importantly, we're going to minimize our loss should things not work out as they had planned. Because, you know, sometimes things just don't work out. So let's look at this. Uh, number one, invest in yourself and your business. Your business. When I'm talking about investing in yourself, I'm talking about education. I'm talking about mindset. I'm talking about investing and developing your skills and then taking that, that mindset and that education and those skills and creating a business out of it. Here's why. With it, when you're investing, you're going to need money to invest and you need a good, strong money-making machine to, to generate a good income, to generate profits, to generate revenue so you can take that and invest it in a vehicle such as real estate so that it works harder for you than you did for it. But if you got just a, a $15 an hour job, you're really limited on how much you can actually put into your real estate investments and that can, that can slow you down, right? So invest in yourself, invest in your skills, invest in your education, and invest in your business. Invest in your business before you go out to the stock market and then invest in somebody else's business. Got it? So that's number one. Number two, find a mentor. Find a mentor and specifically find a mentor that has been there and done that with regard to what it is that you want to accomplish. So find a mentor that has reached your level of wealth um, that you aspire to reach. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I can't think about how much differently life would have been if someone told me that my senior year in high school. Because <laughs> I did not find really good mentors till much later in life. But once I did, things really started to accelerate. You get, to, you get different perspectives and opinions than you do from anybody else in your life. And you, you learn of all the things of not to do because they've made all the mistakes. So you get to leverage that ex their experience for that so you don't make those mistakes. And you get to learn like what works, what, what is actually working and what's the right thing to do to get to where you want to go. And I think another part of it is the, the relationships and the connections a mentor can bring to you as well as the resources. All right, don't underestimate finding a mentor, find one, okay? Even if you gotta pay for one. Uh, number three, and this kind of goes hand in hand with finding a mentor, but resist the friendly advice. You know, the friendly advice. Um, make sure that whoever you do take advice from uh, has more than you do at least, preferably has what it is that you want to have. So be careful from the person in the cubicle sitting next to you or, or the, you're the neighbor in your apartment building, right? Be careful and resist that friendly advice, okay? Um, number four, manage your risk. We talked a little bit about this right in the opening. Manage your risk. And when it comes to real estate, the way, a really good way to manage your risk is to evaluate every single property for multiple exit strategies. Because sometimes plan A just doesn't work out and you need a plan B. So really, I guess simply put, just make sure the deals that you, you get involved in, make sure they have equity so that if, you, if it doesn't go right and you need to sell it, you, you don't lose any money, you can still make some money. And the other side of that is make sure that they cash flow or there's a way to make them cash flow. Because if you get stuck, if your first intent was to flip it and you get stuck holding it, you wanna make sure that it's paying you and it's not costing you to hold on to it, okay? So manage your risk with multiple exit strategies. Um, number five. Think long-term, okay? Um, there, there's really some really exciting strategies like wholesaling and fix and flip where you can make giant chunks of cash in the short term. 
But if you're not thinking long-term, you're gonna be flipping properties or flipping contracts forever. That financial freedom, that wealth creation will never be yours with those short-term strategies, all right? I mean, um, things Mark Twain said, uh, don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. And there's a lot of wisdom in that. And if you just think, you know, where would you rather be today? Having fixed and flipped 20 houses 20 years ago or having um, bought and held 20 houses 20 years ago? I mean, what would the difference be in the outcome where you are today? It's really, it's not even a contest, right? Number six, be patient and remove your emotions, insert your math, okay? I think that be patient was supposed to be with the long term. Think long term and be patient. Number six is remove your emotions and insert your math. So uh, too many, um, I guess, investors that get bad experiences, especially when they're getting right into it, is they look at an investment as would they want to live there or not, right? Or people will get into the fix and flip game and they start over fixing because they want it to look really nice. They get caught up in the emotional aspect of investing. Um, don't do that. It's, this is an investment. You can, you can think emotionally about your primary residence because that's got to do everything with your lifestyle. You're gonna spend all of your time there. So you want that to be comfortable, right? You want that to look nice. You want that to be clean and, and perfect. So, but when it comes to the investments, all you're really concerned with is, am I gonna make money off of this thing? It's, quite, it's called an investment, right? So you just wanna buy low, you wanna sell high. It's a very basic math equation. If the math works, it's a good investment. If it doesn't, it doesn't, okay? So. Invest with your emotions, not your math. Number seven, live within your means. Now, this is a little bit of some time-honored wisdom, but uh, when you start to, and, and extrapolate out your journey through or to your wealth creation, um, make sure that you are your lifestyle is chasing your income, and your income isn't chasing your lifestyle. You know what I mean? For example, you want to escape the rat race, right? You want to get your passive income to exceed your monthly expenses. But if you're living above your means, your expenses are always going to be here and you're going to be having your investments and your income trying to chase your lifestyle, to try to chase your expenses. No, keep your expenses fixed, okay? As fixed as you can. Get your passive income to where a point where your passive income covers your expenses on a, on a monthly basis, whether you go to work or not. And then as you continue to build your passive income, then you can allow your expenses to rise. You can allow your lifestyle to rise. All right, so live within your means. Number eight, um, actively participate and delegate very, very carefully. So first, I want, I want you to just get started. Stop thinking about it. Stop getting ready to get ready. Um, forget this analysis paralysis thing. Just start. You can't steer a parked car. You gotta get going, okay? And once you get going, you need to actively participate in the driving of that vehicle. And you just wanna be really careful on when you start to delegate. Really, the only two places that, that people will end up losing in real estate, it's either a bad contractor or a bad property manager or a, a combination thereof. I've had, all, I've had plenty of experiences with all of those scenarios. So when it comes time to start delegating, because you don't want to be a property manager, you're not going to get out there and swing a hammer unless you like that sort of thing, but um, you're going to need to delegate. But when you start bringing people on to help you in your wealth creation venture and, and helping you with those types of tasks, do as much due diligence on them as you did on the real estate themselves, because uh, that's really where everything starts to crumble. Even if you got all the other stuff 
stuff wrong or excuse me all the other stuff right it can all come crumbling down with that one thing just a bad contractor a bad team member a bad project manager a bad property manager okay so um, actively participate delegate carefully number nine automate and systemize and what that does is it not only alleviates you of working in the business it not only alleviates you from doing all these things that you might not want to do, what it does is it brings consistency to your wealth creation. Now, automation is consistent and it's something that happens uh, around the clock whether you feel like getting up and going to work or not because there'll be days where you just don't want to go to work, right? You're a human being. You're like me. Sometimes you just don't want to work. But focus on automation and, and systemize your, your business. And uh, that's one of the things that we do here at REI Ace that brings so much success to our clients is all about the automation and the systemization because it brings consistency and it allows you to focus on the highest and best use of your time and takes all those other mundane but essential activities it takes them off your plate and make sure that they get performed on a consistent basis, okay? So consistently rising is always going to outpace Start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, okay? All right, number 10. This is a biggie. Go deep before going wide. And I've, I've learned this lesson the hard way more than once. Because um, it's just kind of in our blood, in our nature of entrepreneurs. We're ambitious, right? We have these big aspirations. We want to do big things. And we have a tendency to get bored a little more quickly than than your, your normal person. And what happens there, here's a practically practical example. Let's say single family residence is gonna be your thing, okay? So you go out and you buy the house. Make sure you got it right, okay? Make sure you got the right house, you got your inspections, and everything is, is up to snuff, everything works, everything is clean, everything is safe, it's up to code, it's, it's, exact, it's a good house, and you go and you find a tenant, you put the tenant in there and you lay out all the rules for the tenant, you let them know what your expectations are. This is when the rent's due. This is what you're responsible for. This is what I'm responsible for. So you got some clear communication. You go and coordinate property management and you let the property manager know this is what I will, how I like the property ran. And then you go and you, and you let that first investment go and micromanage that property manager. Even if you get on their nerves a little bit, I don't care. This is your money. It's your investment. Okay. I want you to watch it like a hawk. And just when you think this is absolutely perfect and you've got four, five, six months in and this investment is just, it's rolling right along and it's paying you consistently, don't go out and start investing in apartment buildings. Don't go over and start investing in storage facilities. No, go grab yourself another house. Okay, you've got this down. Going deep before going wide is a huge accelerator of your wealth creation. And you got your second property, you do it the same way, and everything's finely tuned up and everything is running and performing that's paying you each and every month, then go get the third one, and then do the fourth one. And then just when you think you got it down, resist going wide. Go deeper again and go and start, just become a master of what works, and a master of what works for you. And just be really careful becoming a jack of all trades. It, it can slow you down. When you have this dispersed focus, it slows you down. When you got that narrow tight focus, boy, it's like, it's a laser. And you can, just, you can really plow your way through and make some serious progress on your wealth creation. All right, so that's going deep before you're going wide. Let's see. Oh, looks like I might have 12 today. So I, I, I just put both of these on one line. So number 11, find the deal first. One thing that will stop people dead in their tracks in their wealth creation is when they think they have run out of money or they've run out of access to money. And nothing could be further from the truth. If you don't have money to invest in real estate, that's the easiest, 
piece of the puzzle to solve. Because you know, people don't know how, they don't have the time, they don't have the money, they're scared, whatever it may be. Um, those are all different things and they all have different solutions, but that one that you don't have the money, that's the one that stops more people than anything else and sadly it's probably the easiest one to solve. And here's what I mean. There's an ample amount of money in the system. There's plenty of money in the system. There's more money than there are deals. So if you find a deal first, the money's gonna find you really easily. But if you go out looking for the money, people will be like, okay, yeah, I got money for you, go find the deal. So you're still stuck, you still gotta go find the deal. And so you'll start to discover once you do this enough that you think you're at a disadvantage because you don't have the money to invest in real estate when really the person that has all the power that has the advantage is the one that's good at finding deals. So don't focus on anything else. Don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about who's gonna buy this when I find it. Who's going, who am I gonna sell this to when I, when I find it? Who's gonna give me the money to invest and, and fix this thing up when I find it? Don't worry about that. It's all gonna come, right? There's, um, just as you're, as you're scared that you're not gonna be able to find the money for your deal, lenders get up each and every day and they're scared they're not gonna be able to find an investor with a deal that they can lend their money to. Right? That's what's happening on the other side. It gives you some perspective. All right, bonus one, number 12. Um, all right, so we've got our goals on what our wealth creation is gonna be. And I like to focus on freedom first. You got two, two specific milestones when it comes to your freedom. You got your, your basic monthly expenses. This is your first milestone. You wanna get your passive income to exceed your basic monthly expenses, at least catch up to it. So now you are free, meaning you don't have to work for anybody else. And this is a significant milestone and it can be a little bit tough getting there at first. But once you get there, going from say 5,000 to, to 15,000 happens a lot quicker when you're not uh, worried and concerned about where you're gonna eat or what you're gonna eat. How are you gonna keep the electricity on? How are you gonna keep the roof over your head, right? So focus on, oh, sorry, this was my point. That to do that and do that quickly you want to uh, use leverage, okay? And what leverage is, it's the biggest, it's probably the thing that's going, the, the one hack that's available inside of real estate that's not available really in any other investment that's going to accelerate your progress more than anything else is leverage. And that's where you put say 20% down on your investment, the bank comes in and brings in 80% and now you own this investment, you're still paying the debt and everything, but the way that the math works is that that's a one to five ratio, right? And what that means to the growth of your, your finances or the growth of your wealth is it grows at five times the speed. So as you're trying to hit this first milestone of say covering your expenses and then, so this is your, your, your um, covers your expenses, this is where you get free and then you've got your lifestyle ambition that's up here, whether it's five to 15, five to 10, five to 25, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. But <clears throat> to get there the quickest, Refi, 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 leverage, 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 borrow, borrow, borrow. And once you hit that peak, now you want to start eliminating that debt. You want to start paying everything off. So you refi to grow, you pay off to preserve. Got it? So there were 11, actually 12 real estate investment hacks to speed things up. So which one of those? Which one of those are you gonna implement first for maximum acceleration? So if you like what you heard or you know someone else that might benefit from this, feel free to share it. And I'll see you next week on another episode of Financial Freedom Friday. Take care. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.